Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through the book of First Samuel with our story of David and Saul. And we'll continue in chapter 18, verse 1. After David had finished talking with Saul, he met with Jonathan, the king's son. There was an immediate bond between them, for Jonathan loved David. From that day on, Saul kept David with him and wouldn't let him return home. And Jonathan made a solemn pact with David, because he loved him as he loved himself. Jonathan sealed the pact by taking off his robe and giving it to David, together with his tunic, sword, bow, and belt. So Jonathan was the heir to Saul. And we know that David has already been anointed as Israel's next king. And Jonathan is giving him that that affection in that honor. He is renouncing his position as the next king to David. He knows that David should have that position. And he's saying, I know I'm the heir, but you deserve to be king. God has anointed you and I love you. And David is moved. He moves in this from taking care of sheep to taking care of people. And Jonathan has, and David, they have this, this love bond, this connection of friendship, it's kinship, and it is is bound together by God. And Jonathan knew he should have been the next king, but he also honored and joined David's side, and he was loyal to David. In verse 5, we'll continue. Whatever Saul asked David to do, David did it successfully. So Saul made him a commander over the men of war, an appointment that was welcomed by the people and Saul's officers alike. So he loved David because David loved the Lord and was successful. He brought success wherever he went. And um, David begins to have a better relationship as we continue here with Jonathan than Saul even has with Jonathan. And Saul is Jonathan's dad. He, David will end up having a better relationship with Jonathan than Saul himself. We'll continue on here in verse 6. When the victorious Israelite army was returning home after David had killed the Philistine, women from all the towns of Israel came out to meet King Saul. They sang and danced for joy with tambourines and cymbals, and this was their song. Saul has killed his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. This made Saul very angry. What's this, he said? They credit David with ten thousands and me with only thousands? Next, they'll be making him their king. So from that time on, Saul kept a jealous eye on David. So here things turn. Now he has envy and jealousy and anger and fear that David is is becoming greater than he. And David brought forth success and David was anointed by God and and Saul is seeing this and he's becoming jealous. So the tables are beginning to turn here. In verse 10, the very next day a tormenting spirit from God overwhelmed Saul and he began to rave in his house like a madman. David was playing the harp as he did each day, but Saul had a spear in his hand and he suddenly hurled it at David, intending to pin him to the wall. But David escaped twice. Saul was then afraid of David, for the Lord was with David and had turned away from Saul. Finally, Saul sent him away and appointed him commander over a thousand men, and David faithfully led his troops into battle. 
So he did this because there's a high chance that he could die in battle. Saul is very angry and jealous, and he doesn't want David to stick around. In verse 14, David continued to succeed in everything he did, for the Lord was with him. When Saul recognized this, he became even more afraid of him. But all of Israel and Judah loved David because he was so successful at leading his troops into battle. And that's the thing. Faith is living without scheming or manipulation, but just true trust and faith and submission to God. And David had that faith. He had that faith in God. And faith allows us to be the lesser. We reduce ourselves for God's glory. God is greater and we are lesser. And Jonathan saw God moving in David, and Jonathan joined David's team, and the people start to look to David as a great leader, an even greater leader than Saul, and um, Saul is struck down. He he is reduced. He he got his thousands. But David had tens of thousands, and it's nothing compared. Anything that a man can do is nothing compared to than than what God can do in our lives. God can do tens of thousands, where a mere man can maybe only do thousands. God is faithful and just, and when he is on our side, the victory is guaranteed. And in verse 17, it continues, One day Saul said to David, I am ready to give you my older daughter Merab as your wife. But first you must prove yourself to be a real warrior by fighting the Lord's battles. For Saul thought, I'll send him out against the Philistines and let them kill him rather than doing it myself. Who am I and what is my family in Israel that I should expect to be the king's son-in-law? David exclaimed. My father's family is nothing. So when the time came for Saul to give his daughter Merab in marriage to David, he gave her instead to Adriel, a man from Moholah. In the meantime, Saul's daughter Michal had fallen in love with David, and Saul was delighted when he heard about it. Here's another chance to see him killed by the Philistines, Saul said to himself. But to David he said, Today you have a second chance to become my son-in-law. Then Saul told his men to say to David, The king really likes you, and so do we. Why don't you accept the king's offer and become his son-in-law? So you see, with Saul, there's always manipulation and trickery. With faith in God, that doesn't exist. In verse 23, when Saul's men said these things to David, he replied, how can a poor man from a humble family afford the bride price for the daughter of a king? When Saul's men reported this back to the king, he told them, tell David that all I want for the bride price is a hundred Philistine foreskins. Vengeance on my enemies is all I really want. So here we're moving on to weird territory. We'll continue. But what Saul had in mind was that David would be killed in the fight. David was delighted to accept the offer. Before the time limit expired, he and his men went out and killed 200 Philistines. Then David fulfilled the king's requirement by presenting all their foreskins to him. So Saul gave his daughter Michal to David to be his wife. When Saul realized that the Lord was with David and how much his daughter Michal loved him, Saul became even more afraid of him, and he remained David's enemy for the rest of his life. Every time the commanders of the Philistines attacked, David was more successful against them than all the rest of Saul's officers. So David's name became very famous. So Saul had this anger and jealousy and, and 
vengeance toward David, but David still fought for Saul. He still worked for Saul. And when the bride price was given, David, through the work of God in the hand of God, doubled the price. He gave him 200 Philistine foreskins instead of the 100 asking price. God gives twice as much. He redeems twofold. He multiplies. God is a redeemer, a restorer, and he is amazing and faithful, and he does not let us down. And David continues to walk in his faith and his anointing to God. And he's like, I got this because God has this. He knows and trusts in God. God gave David a shield of favor, and David has won the affection of everyone closest to Saul. And people are flocking towards David and away from Saul. So we'll continue on tomorrow and see how this journey goes as we move forward with Saul and David. Thanks, y'all. I hope you're having a wonderful day.